We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Monday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio, back with you this morning. After a uh, brief hiatus, we will uh, have a week that involves... uh, Meaningless baseball. Ole Miss baseball officially eliminated from the postseason, including the SEC tournament over the weekend, as uh, the Rebels are swept out of Swayze Field by the Auburn Tigers, an Auburn team that suddenly is uh, kind of on fire the last four weeks. But it's more about Ole Miss than Auburn over the course of the weekend. Again, Rebels now sitting 6-21 and in the SEC and under five hundred overall on the season. Their, uh, their season will end. Saturday in Tuscaloosa, barring rainouts or any schedule changes that might happen with that weekend. Their home schedule is over. Ole Miss and Austin P. Um, Prairie press release yesterday mutually agreed to cancel the Tuesday midweek game that was going to be the home season finale. So uh, no midweek, nothing on Tuesday. And then um, this weekend, Ole Miss, Alabama from Tuscaloosa. So that and more coming up on the show show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. You know about the uh, the lunch specials, the ribs, let them take care of dinner tonight, all week. Still got a lot of sporting events for kids, got a lot of activities going on. More as the summer gets here, let Blue Sky help you out. And if you're in a couple locations around the state, you get the homemade donuts every morning, those in Brookhaven and Clinton, so you can uh, you can do that as well. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, Clark Ford. Guests will join this week. We've got a couple couple lined up that I know of uh, that will uh, join us on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, if you're an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify, Andy Ludicky can help. 
Uh, Andy's a longtime Rivals board member, a diehard college football fan, franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free, so you've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net, or you can contact Andy anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Not letting you completely off the hook. How was the weekend for you? I mean, your, your oldest graduating. I mean, I know we've, we've talked a bit about, you know, getting close to potentially empty nests and just yeah. life cycles. What was what was the weekend for you? Oh, it was good. Um, she was fine. She she's uh she's had some time to kind of you know, when you have a when you have a, a a college experience that's as good as hers was. Um I've joked with her that, you know, the COVID thing happened in, in her freshman year and they missed about six weeks and then their whole sophomore year was on Zoom as it was at Ole Miss and sure. a lot of places. Um and they missed a lot, but she's got this group of about, I don't know, 10 to 12 friends that uh, really bonded during that year when they were basically stuck in a sorority house together, learning how to cheat through college. And um, they made up for it in the last two years. Um, they they took everything that the people tried to take from them and by God squeezed it into two years. And so, I, like I told her on Sunday, I, I don't, I don't think you could squeeze another drop out of a college experience. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I mean, there's, it's bittersweet. Obviously she's going to miss a lot of her friends and today and yesterday, some people started to leave and stuff like that. But there was, there was some pretty poignant moments for, for, for her group. Um, you know, that that's as most college graduation ceremonies are, they last forever. And, uh, that one lasted forever. Um, even though the speeches were really short, um, they, uh, there were some of the, you know, once you've got your degree in your hand, what are they going to do? Punish you if you leave a little early? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Um, it's kind of over then, isn't it? If I walk out of the arena here, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, and you know, and there were, there were, uh, more than a handful that was pretty obvious that sort of slipped out one of the exits during yeah. a, a moment. And, um, you know, her group had kind of, they were all sitting apart, but by the end they were kind of sitting together and they waited for the kind of the last one and they stayed till the end, but they made sure that nobody felt like they got bailed on and, and it was cool. So they, they, they had a good time. They, they went out again on Saturday night and I, I'm, I'm sure they, I'm sure they partied for quite some time, but we got to see some, obviously some, some kids that we've grown close to over the last few years and their families and stuff like that. It's, it's been, um, it's been neat to watch kind of how much she's grown up over four years and how much she means to so many of those people and how much so many of those people mean to her, I guess. Emotional for you. Uh, that wasn't, um, there was an emotional moment. It, it happened yesterday after I'd gotten, after I'd gotten home. Yeah, for sure. But, um, no, that was, I was fine over the weekend. I mean, we were busy. And so, you know, we had to move Caroline out of the Kyle house and into an apartment and that was work. And, uh, and then, no, we were, I was okay. I could tell she was fine. I mean, she'd had some time to sort of, you know, adjust to what had happened. I mean, she, she had a couple of exams, but I mean, her, her last semester, as most senior years are, her last semester was 
pretty cake. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that she took it all that seriously. I mean, at one point I said to her this semester, I said, just pass. Yeah, know, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just, just pass. The haze on the bar. Yeah. Get through it. Get to, get to the house. Don't fail. And, and, uh, with one class exception, uh, there was never, that was never in jeopardy. There was one class that we'll touch and go there for a minute, but, um, <laughs> but, but no, she's, she was, she was okay. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't emotional about that part of it. She's been to the house. She's been six hours away. I mean, she obviously has done remarkably well. Is there a mindset change for a parent on your kid being going to the real world versus college or school? I mean, do you have different worries and thoughts and those sort of things as that transition happens? Maybe you don't know yet. I mean, not, not really. I, I think she's going to be fine. I mean, I think you can tell when your kids are growing up. Mm-hmm. You can see it. You can feel it. You know, again, I mean, you know my thoughts on the whole COVID thing. Um, my thoughts shifted that summer of 2020, and I've been proven right. But the good thing about that is that we put a lot of these kids through incredibly adverse situations. And for for Campbell, it was hard. It was really hard. and and But I, I think it made her tougher, made her more mature, and no, she'll be she'll be good. You know, and in this world, they've got Snapchat and Instagram and FaceTime and everything else under the sun. It's not like the people that are, you know, her friends are scattering to Austin and Minneapolis and Little Rock and a couple of them are staying up there and have jobs up there. And um feels like I'm missing a town. California, people are kind of, kind of going everywhere, but they'll they'll stay in touch. Yeah. <clears throat> Our thing skipped for a second. It skipped for a second, okay. but it kind of corrected itself. So it looks like it's all right. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, uh, there's not a ton of rehashing here. Kind of give you an idea of my plan, though. Um, and some dates. Sort of does this matters again? Ole Miss has three baseball games left. They're in Tuscaloosa Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, no, Kyle, I will not be attending um, <laughs> at, at Sewell Thomas Stadium over the weekend. Yeah, I, I will say this though. It puts this this this. I mean, look, is it a huge deal? No. But canceling this game on Tuesday does put me in a bit of a bind because you don't get the players again. Like right. I was kind of expecting Tuesday to be a bit of an exit interview day mm-hmm. where you talk to Jacob and Calvin and Kemp and some of those guys. And even though they have games left, it's a little awkward. That's your last time in front of them in person. And a lot of times, as soon as the season's over, they're doing summer ball or draft prep. You might not get them again except doing it on your own. So it's a little bit of a strange I know I know at least one publication I do think is sending someone to Tuscaloosa for that reason over the weekend. I am not doing no. that though. I made that decision. I um, could see why it would be tempting to go. Yeah. But and then you're you, also though at the end of the season they're trying to get on the bus. It's not like you have 30 minutes to hash right. out with them. You have right. four and a half right. tops. So it's short answer is no. Um In an ideal world they do some sort of a post press conference kind of maybe a week from today. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, probably won't, but they probably should. Um, I mean, look, it's we've talked about this. I thought about it over the weekend. Um, it's kind of uncharted territory. I mean, we've been here before, but it's been a minute. Never and this even, early. Never and, with and, games left. Yeah, never with games left. And so... Even in 11 and 17, and in 11 we weren't doing the podcast like this, and in 17... They still were a possibility for an at-large bid, so you at least could carry it through Memorial right. Day on maybe. Right, it's true. And hey, you do the day, and then you do the post mortem and the whole deal. 
it's completely over here. So what I'm doing is I'm spending the week talking to a lot of people. Um, kind of have a bit of a, I hate to say series because I don't know if that's the right word. I don't know what the format is. But what went wrong and kind of where college baseball is now and how you fix it. Um, I've talked to some people yesterday. Got some glimpses into that a little bit, um, into Ole Miss's NIL situation, NIL situations around the conference. That's obviously incredibly relevant. Um, it's very complicated, if we're being real. So it's going to take some writing and get some hashing out a little bit. The portal doesn't open until the end of the month. And sure, there's some names spreading around and rumors, but baseball is not necessarily like football. You don't know publicly the way you would in other sports, kind of guys who are already announcing early and some of that stuff. It just doesn't work that way. So... Look, it's going to be about two weeks of holding pattern in a way here before the portal opens and you really see who jumps in and and how that 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 goes from there. So no, you're right. Baseball portal guys are different than basketball. Oh yeah, they're no, not no, going to no. post. Hey, I'm in the portal. Blessings, and then hey, heard from. Well, and frankly, even more than other sports, though, there might be more. I already know where I'm going when of I course. get in. Yeah, because it's not a public show of it. It's getting at you know you don't have a ton of Watts Brown, the kid from Long Beach, who really takes all the visits and has no idea. A lot of times it's, hey, I'm in the portal and I'm going to Tennessee or Ole Miss or LSU or A&M or whomever. Um, I posted on the board this morning, the Kansas State closer is kind of the hot name nationally that everybody knows that is jumping in. He's got Nintendo-like numbers, and that's the dude. Um, and it's just part of what I'm going to write over the course of the week is that you know it, it's kind of the inverse of how we always talked about where money should go and what things could look like. There's a lot of reasons why pitchers don't go deep into games anymore. Um, five innings and you're golden from a starting pitcher standpoint, you need bullpen arms. You need multi-inning bullpen arms more than ever before in college baseball. So those guys' premiums have gone up in the last couple of years where you've got a guy like the closer, I don't know his name, the closer at Kansas State who will generate a large NIL number um, as a reliever, which is not something that just off the top of your head you would assume. But that's kind of where it's at right now. You know, I was obviously in Fayetteville over the weekend and Another parent said to me, "Was Carolina at in Arkansas?" Yeah, I like, okay. yeah. I did did not see a single pitch of that. Yeah, series, yeah. I was just way. curious. I didn't know. Um, the only was. the only thing I saw from a sports standpoint is we were leaving Bud Walton on Saturday. Yeah, and we were trying to figure out because there was obviously a mass exodus out of the arena, and then people coming in because they were doing another graduation after that graduation inside Bud Walton. And we were trying to navigate our way off campus and get someplace where we could get something to eat. And we passed by the softball field right as Tennessee won. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we, yeah, yeah. We saw Tennessee win the SEC championship. All we knew was, hey, the orange team celebrating. That must must be the uh, must be the balls. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> kudos to the balls. They played Carolina, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, there's a ton of people. Uh, all around there, yeah, it was it was just crowded. Anyway, anyway, someone asked me, you know, are you are you surprised that Ole Miss struggled the way they did? And I said, yes and no. I mean, obviously, when you win a national championship, I don't think you expect the next season to be a a complete disaster. But what I did say was, I said, you know, I don't know whether we said it on a podcast or we said it off a podcast. I said we did all these podcasts where we did the math about, Hey, how do they get to 13? And I do remember saying to you yeah, at one no. point, and I might've said it on the podcast. Yeah. I said, you know, we do these shows about how they get to 13. It feels like such a reach that we probably should do this show about how they get to seven and 23. And 
we're like, nah, it's not a good show, you know. But but it happens in football too. We'll 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 use a lot more talk of nine and three than we will. Hey, five and seven's there. Let's spend the next week on it. Right. Right. I mean, it just is. You know, I, I remember looking at it, going, "Man, I've watched these teams, and if a couple of those teams kind of get hot at the right time, and Ole Miss doesn't fix some stuff, they could just because what we kept saying was, look, nobody sucks. Yeah, you can lose. Yeah, nobody, and nobody does. Nobody. But, yeah, I know. Yeah, I get it. Nobody sucks. Like those are some good teams. That they're, they're okay teams at the bottom. I mean, Bama does some things well. Auburn does some things well. Missouri's okay for a team that doesn't give a shit and frankly they're hot yeah and so you know georgia's not a bad team um you know the list goes on and then state's shown some uh, some pride lately frankly i mean some listen if i'm a, if i'm a state fan yesterday is exciting to me it tells me that it tells me that Ooh, exciting or not oh wow okay <sighs> go ahead Tells me that kids haven't quit. Oh well, that's one hundred percent true. No, he's done a good job keeping them together. And so, you know, their deal is the same as everybody else's deal now. Like, I mean, not to make this an Arkansas thing at all, but obviously, I was up there, yeah. and I know people who know some people around there, and what they'll tell you about Arkansas is that he jumped into the portal hard last year. He being Van Horn and his staff, or whatever, and they're going to do it again. That, that there's a path. To, they think they kind of know how to keep a consistent product on the field. And so here we are with Ole Miss, right? I mean, they're, they're, at best, they're going to win nine, nine league games. At worst, they're going to win six. Reality's probably somewhere in between. Doesn't matter. And they've got to get in the portal, be super active in the portal, in a portal environment where everyone else is super active too and that's the problem and that is and we don't know what that looks like because let's be honest because I've, I've like i said i've talked to a lot of people over the last week last year in the portal i mean really involved playing in the portal five teams right i mean let's really be real here right because Ole miss was not one of them no Ole miss i don't think gave a deal last year over twenty five thousand dollars and that even might be high from a baseball portal standpoint. Yeah. And again, we can, I can get into it. I'm going to do it in writing. We can talk about all the reasons why it was a failure. Look, Ole Miss would admit that. Yeah. But everybody, a lot of other teams fell too. Arkansas sure. didn't. Tennessee. LSU. LSU. Florida. Florida. That might be it. Yeah. That literally might be the list. I mean, sure, somebody went and got one player, but I mean, yeah. money in the six figures and we're really, because look, Florida's the one. Where a lot of people looked around and went, God, how'd they do that? They kept all those kids. They paid them to get out of the draft and come back. Sprout, they paid him to come back. I mean, right. like, that's what they did. Right. Because in baseball, it's multiple things. It's go get transfers from other schools. It's hold your own guys that are current players from getting into the portal like every other sport. But then it's also, hey, is there a kid who might sign low in the draft that I can just pay to come back? Right. That's another form of this, too. I mean, it's, it's a lot of different things. So we don't know what it looks like when everybody's involved because there's going to be, you know, look, 10, 15 schools that are some level of nationally competitive in the portal with multiple players, good bit of money, really play in the game, you're playing poker. Sure. And then you're going to have a lot of schools that will sell out for one player where you look up and some kid who's a top 15 portal prospect goes to, I don't know, Nebraska or Michigan or somewhere because they bought one dude. Yeah. And everybody goes, wow, what happened? Well, they spent all their money on one cat. That's right. what they did. So, and, no, and we I, don't know what this looks like No, because I don't know how much money schools have for NIL. 
how much money do you need? Like you mentioned $25,000. What does $25,000 buy you in the portal this time around? I, I don't know. I, I mean, the truth is, I don't know that answer. Has the, has the portal in baseball done what it's done in football? Which is insane, by the way. Has it done what it's doing in basketball, which is even crazier, perhaps? Um, which schools can afford to do all three? Do you have to borrow from Peter to pay Paul? I mean, that is, I've said that over and over again. We're in a college system that would be just like Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Rams, going, hey, the salary cap you guys generate, I also have to pay the Avalanche and the Nuggets with. Good luck. I mean, I yeah. don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know how that you're works. You're competing for money, but you're competing against your other sports on campus, too. And that was not, you know, I mean, it, it, just tangibly, that's what it is. Yes. I mean, not like anybody's cutting anybody's throat, but. That's what you're doing. Well, I mean, look, if you... Every percentage that Chris Beard gets or Mike Bianco gets is a percentage point that Lane Kiffin doesn't get. Well, I mean, let's use real numbers. If you use $400,000 to buy a point guard, that's $400,000 that could conceivably have been used to buy baseball players. How many? I don't know. I'm being honest with you. I don't know. I know... (laughs) I know somebody who got out of the portal and went somewhere, but I don't think he got very much last year. What would that same player get this year, considering how productive he's been? More. How much more? I don't know. What would Paul Skeens get this year in the portal? I mean, I assume more, although I wonder if LSU would look at their situation and go, he's a beast. He's a damn robot. He's a cheat code. Would we be better off with six good pitchers and not one elite pitcher? Because right now, LSU's going to have a really hard time getting to Omaha because they don't have enough pitching. Would they be better off having six good pitchers and not that, not a robot? It, it's why Ole Miss is so fascinating because they need so much. You know what I mean? Like, And they have to prepare through the portal and the incoming guys to at least potentially lose dues to the draft because the draft doesn't happen until July 9th to 11th. Oh, wow. Is it that late? So it's All-Star Weekend. Okay. So, you know, they do that now on site. It's in Seattle. Like, they yeah. do the whole deal. Yeah. So, point being, and we'll keep talking about this after the break, is that Cooper Pratt, maybe a second-round pick, maybe somebody gets frisky, it only takes one, takes him even higher. He could go or he could show up. Sure. Well, if he shows up, he potentially plays shortstop. I can get into his draft profile all that later. It's not sure. time for that today. Sure. But who knows? They got two pitchers. One of them, frankly, a fringy first-round pick. Well, if he shows up, that's obviously helping you. He throws into the high 90s and all that stuff. But if Seattle decides he's my guy. So you can't right. plan through the portal of them showing up. You don't know yet. You, If you think you need a shortstop, you have to go get a shortstop, and then you just have two shortstops if Pratt shows up. You have to go get a catcher if you don't think that – Maybe Smithwick shows up or if he's not ready from day one or whatever that looks like. You have to get all that done before you even know the other dudes on your roster from major league teams. Or if one of those pitchers you can buy into with NIL and go, hey, skip high A where you're on the bus going through North Dakota and come play with us instead in front of 10,000 people and let's have a good time for three years. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I mean. I don't know what the price on that is. It's expensive. Half a million? Well, I mean, that's where you're drafted, but sure. I mean, maybe. And, and now look, and so this is people's you, numbers are inflated. Some of these guys are not getting anywhere near what you think they're getting. I mean, baseball numbers, at least last year. Again, I don't know right, this right, year. Right. That's what I'm curious about. Last year, 
they didn't jump like some people thought they might jump. So no, the market was just sort of it was, it was forming. It made sense a little bit last year. This year, I think there's an expectation at places that it's going to go nutty because more people are involved in it. Yes, but now I don't know. More people automatically drive the price up, not down. Just just logically. by being there. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I don't know how much it drives it up, and then. What does the middle to the bottom of the portal look like? And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, in football, it's it, it's it's frankly it's silly. Yeah. In basketball, it's 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 silly. Oh, it's I was asinine. Gonna, I was going to use a different word. Yeah. It, it it's ludicrous. Yeah. So, yeah. finish the thought after the break. For that, I'll tell you about G and M Pharmacy six six two two three six two 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 two. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. If your prescriptions the same day each month, and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with G&M. They also can transfer your medications with just one phone call. Give them one call. They take care of the rest there with G&M. So whether it's Holly Springs and Tyson Drugs or G&M in Oxford, that's 662-236-2222. Are you vacationing on Florida's Emerald Coast this summer? Whether you're staying on 30A or Pensacola Beach or anywhere in between, Please check out Captain Lee Comerford with Salty Lab Charters. Licensed and insured, he offers custom excursions such as dolphin watching along Destin Beaches, Crab Island sandbar experiences, sunset cruises, eco tours, and much more. He's an Ole Miss grad, Air Force veteran with more than 30 years of boating experience along Florida's Emerald Coast. All trips are private to your group. Check him out on Instagram or book today at saltylabcharters.com. Use the code REBELGROVE20 to save 20%. The code's valid through the end of May and can be applied to any charter booked in 2023. Lake Hill Motors in Corinth, Mississippi is a family-owned dealership in operation for more than 60 years. With when a, uh, has a service department with more than 100 years of combined experience. If you're looking for motorcycles, four-wheelers, side-by-sides, scooters, generators, wave runners, lawnmowers, compact tractors, and more, Lake Hill has it from Honda, Yamaha, Bobcat, Hyson, KO and other name other name brands, I should say. Contact Michael McCullough in Corinth at 662-871-6918 or visit him in person at 2003 Highway 72 East Annex in Corinth. Mention that you heard about Lake Hill on the podcast and your first oil change on your new purchase is free. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po' boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. You can order online at walkons.com or on their convenient Walk-Ons app. Visit Walk-Ons today in Oxford or uh, Ridgeland. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell if you don't live in Jackson. It's not a problem. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day, the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. It's the middle of May, which means summer is right around the corner. You want to make sure that AC is ready to handle it. Get in touch with our friends at Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern 662-429-4429. Spring is here, and it's time to refresh your outdoor spaces. Heavenly Sunshine Property Services is your go-to professional power washing. From your home's exterior and sidewalks to your deck and patio, 
The team has experience and equipment to get the job done right. With their new advanced power washing techniques and attention to detail, they can remove dirt, grime, and mildew to reveal a fresh and clean surface. Heavenly Sunshine Property Services has been serving the Mid-South for over four decades. Their full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash roof applications, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. Contact them today and get ready to enjoy a brighter, cleaner outdoor living space. Their website's heavenlysunshine.com or give Sandy a call at 662-342-1203 to book your free estimate today. Use the code MPW10 for a 10% discount. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, I guess wrapping that up, my point of that was that you don't know how they want to use the salary cap because you need so many players. Are you trying to just find so many above average players and hope you strike gold and you get a Sonny DeShera that comes from Sanford and is great at Auburn or Colton Ledbetter who comes from Sanford and is great at state? Or do you go, Hey, nope, we've got to spend the money that it takes for a frontline ace because we don't know exactly about Hunter Elliott. I mean, look, Frontline aces are still incredibly valuable in this league. You have one or you don't. Sure, um, sure. Now, frankly, there aren't many, and they're all getting hurt. I mean, that's – I mean, Vanderbilt got swept by Florida over the weekend. Vanderbilt, two of their top starters didn't pitch. They're potentially hurt. And if they are hurt, they are screwed. Vanderbilt's done. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's – I'm about to pull up SEC baseball standings, and I'm going to see – I've watched all of these teams – and I'm going to see if I can come up with – I know I can't. I'm making fun of myself already. Like, if there's a rhyme or reason to how you do it. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's injury-based almost. I mean, it, it seriously is to a certain extent because, look, pitching is freaking hard. I'm going to go into this in written form throughout the week. The umpires are getting graded harder than ever before, so they've tightened the zone. Mm-hmm. They're also bad, so they're not giving the high strike. So it's actually harder to throw in college than it is professionally. Sure. Because of the portal, you have a lot of older hitters in the SEC who don't miss fastballs. Right. Well, a lot of teams like Ole Miss. One of Ole Miss's main problems, and I've said this all year and I'm exactly right, is that all their freaking pitchers look exactly the same. Everybody's 92 to 94 with a slider. There's no variety. And So it's easier to get your hitters forever, ready. Forever, it was in college, you pitch in, out, up, down. You throw sl- you throw breaking balls for, stri- for, for, whip, for whiffs. You get swinging strikes, and then you do this, do this, this. That's not what the game is anymore. Because of the way it's called and umpired and the way the offenses have changed, you go for back to front, as in fastballs, change-ups, curveballs, change speeds, really show a lot of variance in, in a lot of different things. It's different. And then because you're throwing into a coffee can and the offenses are so good, it's more high-stress pitches, which hurts elbows. It's more breaking balls than ever before because that's what gets swing and misses, not fastballs. So suddenly pitchers are doing all these things that up their stress, up their inflammation, make them throw harder the entire game because it's all high stress. Look at Tennessee. Last year, those dudes were Burns and Beam. They were phenomenal. They had offense was scoring a ton of runs. There was a lot of low stress. It let them really run up innings. I think Beam went like 1.2 innings yesterday. They've either gotten hit or they're getting run or they're dealing with some stuff. Like it, It's just a completely different game all of a sudden in one year. Beam you went, have to completely develop your your roster management in a different way. Beam went one and two thirds, gave up go. five hits, four runs, all earned, walked one, didn't strike out anyone, gave up two home runs, faced eleven batters, ran his ERA to four point four five over the course of the season. Kentucky, yeah. meanwhile, started. They went with a guy that uh, pitched two innings, then they went with a guy with one. They had a middle guy go four, and then they had two guys go one each. They went five pitchers on a Sunday. I I, I think. 
what I was getting at a little bit a minute ago before I sort of interrupted myself is I, I think it's depth of pitching that it I is. would look at more than frontline guys. I think I would roll the dice. Enough dudes who can get outs. Yeah, I think I would roll the dice on how deep can I make my staff, even if that means I don't have the frontline dude. Because frankly, look around the league. What frontline guy has made just a complete crazy difference? Well, let's take the teams that are good. I could argue there's only two. Let's take the teams that are good. Florida is 17 and we'll start in the East. Florida 17 and 9, Vanderbilt 17 and 9. Sprode has made a difference. He has. Uh South Carolina's 15 and 11. They don't really nope. have a frontline guy. The guy that beat Arkansas on Saturday no, is no, good, no, no, but he's no. not a frontline dude. I mean, their best prospect Sanders and he's very average in the SEC. Yeah. Uh Kentucky's 15 <coughs> and 12. No. Kentucky, we've t- mentioned Tennessee and then Georgia and Missouri are 10 and They don't 17. have frontline guys. Uh, Arkansas is winning the uh, West right now. They're nineteen and eight, and they don't have a frontline dude. No, not even a little bit. Now, what they have somehow, some way, is they have built a resilient pitching staff that is deep enough, and he's done a terrific job. I think. He and they've would, gotten fortunate with Tiger coming back and starting to be pretty good. They missed him for six, seven weeks. Yeah, and they're starting to build with him. Yeah. And, and he kind of has this arrangement over the weekend that doesn't leave him a lot of room for error. But yesterday, um, their Hunter Holland went the distance for them in, in, in a Sunday game. Gave up one one run, five hits, struck out ten. Skeens, obviously. Skeens sure. is a stud. Uh, Auburn doesn't have a frontline guy, but they have absolutely pitched the shit out of it the last four weeks. And that's for, what their ace out for the year, yeah, basically. For whatever's happened, Tommy Vale and those guys have been phenomenal. I don't know, no clue, because they were getting hit, getting hit, getting hit, and then all of a sudden, they're not getting hit anymore. I don't know. Beats me. Bama's 13 and 14. Nope. Uh, A&M's 12 and 15. Nope. And then Mississippi State's nope. 8 and 19, and we've talked about Ole Miss. Nope. That's it. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, and right now, I mean, like, if you if I look at this, who's hosting out of the SEC? Florida, Arkansas. I mean, Vandy's still a host right now. I, I guess LSU. LSU's hosting. That's it. Car- Carolina's not. Well, I mean, they're fifteen and eleven. They better get to at least seventeen. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know. And national seeds, I think it's. Just... And Carolina's two and seven in their last nine in the SEC. Something like that. I think that's it. Kentucky gets in. Tennessee gets in. Auburn probably gets in. Auburn's getting in. Bama's getting in. Bama probably getting in. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I mean, A&M needs better. A&M's fringy as hell. I don't know. Better have a good weekend. Yeah. I don't know what their RPI is. I don't have that up. Don't really care. Um. So, no, it's just, it, it, it's, it, it's completely different. I mean, Who's A&M have this weekend? A&M state. goes to State. That's a big I, weekend. I wouldn't want to play them. State? Not, not right now. Uh, state is two back of Missouri. Um, and I didn't do the tiebreakers because it did not affect me in, at all. I think Missouri would have the tiebreaker, but I'm not 100% on that. I'm, I'm almost positive Missouri owns the tiebreaker. Miss, I know Missouri Mi- goes to Auburn. Missouri... I know they have a common opponent of Vanderbilt and Missouri beat Vanderbilt once and State got swept by Vanderbilt. So if Vanderbilt is the highest seed of their common opponents, that would be the answer. But there could be somebody else. I don't know. It's not Florida and it's not Arkansas. LSU goes to Georgia. Georgia's got to come up with some wins. Uh, Florida goes to Kentucky. Georgia has the sweep. Arkansas goes to Vanderbilt. 
Uh, Tennessee goes to South Carolina. Pretty big weekend for the Gamecocks. Um, Missouri gets into the tournament if they sweep. Georgia gets into the tournament if they sweep. Alabama gets into the tournament as long as they win one against Ole Miss. Yeah. Auburn's probably in anyway, but one against Missouri, and they're fine. Yeah. And then A&M needs probably two. They could get really, really lucky with one. Agreed. And that's it. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's where it's sitting. Ole Miss got eliminated on Saturday as Missouri hit a two-run walk-off home run to beat Georgia, and they beat Georgia again yesterday, so it got carried away. But at the moment, that was what uh, that was what did it. Um, I I wrote about this because I thought it was kind of interesting. I thought the atmosphere and the crowd was pretty good on Saturday. I thought everybody kind of showed up the last day, good weather. I mean, it sort of felt like a normal game, except you looked on the field and. I mean, they were one out from getting run rolled at one point. They kind of put a rally into at least make it go nine innings. I mean, it was thirty-seven to eleven over the weekend. I mean, just crushed. Um, we said this early last week. Butch has done a hell of a job keeping that team together. Imagine um, that. He's a really good coach. I guess that's where I was going with that. With state is. I don't know what they're doing. I have no clue. I don't have a glimpse into their athletic department at all. Do you fire Lamonis? Well, you know how I feel about stuff like this. Do you fire Lamonis if Butch says we'll say yes? Yes. If you know that's what you're doing, but and if it's I don't, Butch. But if I don't know it. And is he the only guy? Probably. I mean, you're not firing Lamonis to go hire Lane. Burroughs. No. Sorry, I know I confuse people. No. I mean, for just a minute, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And I, I realized immediately what you're talking about. Um, no, I, look, I know their people are mixed over there and they've got an inflated view of themselves and the M is over the S and all that stuff. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. it. They face the same issues that Ole Miss faces, which is, okay, it's a new world. The way that we did it in the past doesn't really matter anymore. It's not good or bad. It just it's new. Can we compete in this sphere? And if so, how do we do it? And can we do it in baseball without sacrificing basketball and football where we're already behind? And I don't know the answer to that because I don't know their economics any more than I know Ole Miss's economics or Texas A&M's economics or anybody else's. I don't know the answer. It's to your point. And you're going to write about it all week and over the next few weeks, and you're exactly right. You can write a lot of stuff about it, and yet it's really hard to put your your finger on it and go, okay, here's the here's the number. I don't know. And can you if you get that number, can you get that number without sacrificing in other areas? And how does that work? I don't know the answers to that. You know, and then I'm not even going to go there with there is a disadvantage that Ole Miss has I'm not going there, but they got to figure out how do you overcome that? Does it affect? Because for the first time ever, you're given the ability to overcome that. You are. If you can get enough money through right. your other systems, right? Who cares? Right. Does it does it factor who you recruit? I I don't know the answers to those things. Here's the good news for Mike and for those people. This, the the good news from the bad news is they've honestly they've had some time to get prepared on this. A year ago, they were. I mean, if you think about what all happened last year. They were caught on their heels last year. Well, I mean, let's be real for a minute. For weeks, they were basically fired. Yeah. And then they got into the, they got hot. They got into the tournament. 
they knew, okay, well, hey, if you don't win a regional, you're probably fired. So they put one million percent of their focus on a regional, won it. They go to a super regional days later. Win Maybe it. if you don't win that, you're fired. Could be. Who knows? But they win it, and then all of a sudden, you're in Omaha, and Omaha takes weeks. And I just think they got at that point they were behind anyway. They you you couldn't. It's not they like, had not done enough legwork, and then when you're playing. It's where everybody misconstrued what I'm saying. Well, you saying. can't leave Omaha, come back to Oxford, and host an official visit. Yeah, everybody's visit. taking visits, and you didn't do two things. You obviously can't have visitors because you're in Omaha. Right, you're not there. They can't come to your game there. Right. And then, two, you didn't do enough on the front end to make that okay. You know what I mean? Like, it, it had to be one or the other. And then and he then, got back, held a parade, and he had to go to... He left for the Netherlands, or carry first, and then the Netherlands. Yeah, and, and... He literally was in Oxford like 36 hours. There was just no time. And they paid for it. They had one really big recruiting loss in Jaron Watts Brown, who went to Oklahoma State, had a really good year. And then where they failed. But but here's the thing with him. Yeah. And going forward. Yeah. Ole Miss wasn't the only other team that was out there going, okay, how about this? No. How about this? And so this year there's going to be even more teams going, hey. Well, and even then it was Ole Miss, Oklahoma State, and Arkansas. Right. I mean, everybody was, hey, let's figure it out. You know, if you had a do-over, and look, it's just one dude. It's one arm. They, If you know what you know now, when Nick Pogue comes to you, the Florida transfer who was transferring to Ole Miss and was going to be a weekend starter, and he goes, hey, I'm going to sign a minor league contract, you go, no, you're, I'm paying you an NIL, whatever the hell that is, right. and we're going to keep you on the roster. Right. Shut up. Right. That's what you would do today yeah. and what Florida was doing last year and mm-hmm. what that looks like. Because, look, I, I don't know exactly what they have in the in the, in the the war chest. I was told by multiple people on Saturday that it was probably better than I thought it was and at least was competitive. Now, here's the problem, though. They need so many. What does competitive mean versus your quantity required? Because I think it's minimum. I've changed it a little bit because I've heard some prices that have been different. But barring some huge jump year over year that's even beyond what I think, I think you're talking 1-2 to 1-5, somewhere in there. To guess, yeah, I, I think I would guess a little higher. You might be better informed. You, you're certainly. Well, I don't know. What, I, again, I don't know what the numbers are going to inflate. Right. That would have been more than enough last year. I would think at a that you might be able to quote skate by on that number this year. My guess is it would be a little more than that. And then if you want to get impactful at the same time, like with hey, we're going to also add an ace and a. Boomer in the middle of the order, you're probably pushing two and a half. To really get just... To, to say, hey, we're going to fix this whole thing. Yeah, we're going to grab Skeens, and we're going to grab Tommy White, and we're 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 fixing this bitch. And so here's... I mean, we got it feels like Groundhog Day. Now, here they don't... Here's... God, this is not a positive, because you'd want plenty of these players. Don't get me wrong in what I'm about to say. They really don't have anybody on the current roster they have to pay like crazy to keep. Right. Again, that's not a good thing. I'm just doing NIL math in my head. Because, like I said, they're losing three really good offensive seasons that just happened in Gonzalez, Alderman, and Harris. Mm-hmm. Hunter's hurt. You're not paying him more right now. Um, there's no guarantee what he looks like or doesn't look like or pitches or doesn't pitch or anything else. I don't know. Um, so other than a couple young kids that you just think, hey, let's be nice and throw a little cash here that way, that's about it. I mean, there's not – Look, they've got roster issues on figuring out what to do with some upperclassmen. Frankly, they kind of need them to go. Well, this is where I'm curious. Yeah, I know. I think this day and age, 
you've got to be cutthroat. With, 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 with kids that you've gotten to know. With current roster and those high school commits that just didn't develop like you thought they would when they signed or when they committed as 15-year-olds. Kids that you've gotten to know, families you've gotten to know, and you've got to tell them, hey, you're just not good enough. And boy, that's hard. And people can go, well, you got to do it. Well, you're human, yeah. and that's hard to do. That's hard to look at someone that you've made promises to and that you were in Been there. through it with you for a long time. You, yeah, and that kid's played his ass off for you, and you just go, hey, you're just not and, – and you're not going to say it in these words – but we're not kidding anybody. When you break up with the girl and you go, it's not you, it's me. No, it's it's you. It's you. And so when you break up with the player and you go, hey, you know, basically you're going, you're not good enough. We're recruiting over you. We, yeah. we, we've got to. F- and I, I need your spot. I need your money. You're not good enough. Yeah. So, hey, I know that you've busted your ass for me, but you're we're kicking you to the curb. Yeah. Now. And I don't know, man. I mean, hey, and and, and here's the thing. And you and I know this. Not every coach is going to have the taste for that. Not every coach is going to go, you know what? Some coaches are going to go, you know, you know this is stupid. I'm not, this is, I made a promise to his family. To, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not even talking about Mike right now. I'm talking about multiple coaches that are just going to go, this is not, this isn't right. And the truth is, Chase, it's not right. I mean, it's, it, it's what, it, it's the way it is right now, but it doesn't make it right. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. No, I mean, it's a question I get asked. I'll... I mean, I'm thinking about a particular player right now. Oh, I am too. You know, and I mean. We're thinking the same player. He's busted his ass. 
And the fact that he didn't, at, unless, and I don't think this happened, unless he came to Ole Miss at gun, with his gun extended and go sign me or else, I don't think it went that way. No, no, no. They signed him. And he's done what they've asked him to do. And so I don't know, man. I don't, you know, and I don't know. I don't know where it's all headed. And and I actually, uh, let me go back to my other statement. If I needed to pay to do this, I would try to keep Ethan Groff for next season. I'd pay him a little more. I think in a second year in the SEC, Groff can hit, and he plays a much better center field than he gets credit for. He's like, he's pretty damn elite. No, he's there. very good. So in a league full of good center fielders, yeah, he's a good one. I would. He gets yeah. overshadowed by the other dudes in the league, but I I think I would pay a little to keep Groff if that was an option. I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. No clue. Don't right. know him. But right. That's right, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. We'll wrap this and move to basketball after the break. First, I'll tell you about the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. If you're ready for the Grove, gentlemen, Vault Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 football season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process. To explore seating options, visit OleMissTix.com or call them at 662-915-7159 today to help lock the vault. Again, that's OleMissTix.com, 662-915-7159. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. Shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville and Memphis, Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade. It's manufactured right here inside the U.S. under the highest standards based out of Iuka, Mississippi. If you take diabetes, high blood pressure, or cholesterol medications, you know they typically cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support to put those vitamins back into your body to help with those side effects, helping you stay more compliant and taking your medications and helping you stay healthier over the long term. Solutions RX is available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including all across Mississippi or on their website, solutionsrx.com. Type in the promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. It's uh, graduation season. I know most of the college graduations are done, but a lot of high school graduations coming up. So Dead Soxy has your favorite grad's feet covered. Every journey begins with the first step. Make it count. Gift your grad premium Dead Soxy socks. Take advantage of 30% off savings or gift a sock subscription that will keep them fresh as they step into their new adventures in style. Visit deadsoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE for 30% off savings at checkout to style up your favorite new grad. So congratulations to the class of 2023 from Dead Soxy. And as always, stay soxy. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for your next play. So go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And we're brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. All right, it's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff, a UL508A panel shop, 
and much more. Go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you that ship directly to your door. Freezer plate in fewer than 10 minutes. Take care of dinner. Easy tonight. Everything from their New Orleans-style barbecue and their signature to their lemon cracked pepper. They're simply shrimp that you can season yourself or the full meals in a bag, the garlic herb butter or the French Quarter Alfredo. Also, they're available in Rouse's Markets. If you have one of those nearby, you can pick it up there. But if you'd like to get it over mail, you can do that. Use code RG, five pouches or more, 25% off with code code RG and primeshrimp.com. So, uh, I don't know. Again, we will continue to discuss this as it goes, but that's kind of where things sit right now from a baseball standpoint. Quick um, note on softball. Congratulations to yes, Ole Miss, yes, one yes, of yes, 12 yes. SEC softball teams. Well, they went 8-16 and 16 and got in. <laughs> 12 SEC softball teams. A lot of respect around the league there. Made the NCAA tournament. I'm going to assume Oklahoma made it. Um, Oklahoma is 51-1 and one on the season. Probably getting in. Uh, they can win out and set the all-time record for winning percentage in a season. They have won the last two. I'm assuming Texas is probably in. They did lose a game in the College World Series last year. Oh, that's true. So, Fire somebody. Having to get them twice, though, is a bit of a challenge. Uh, Ole Miss heads out to Utah, I think. Is that right? That is correct. They played number two seed Baylor at noon on Friday. Okay. That is correct. In case you're wondering, Tennessee, LSU, Auburn, Kentucky, Georgia, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, South Carolina, Florida, Missouri, Arkansas, and Alabama all in the NCAA Everyone but Mississippi State because Vanderbilt doesn't have a team. That's no excuse for Vanderbilt. I'm sorry. I'm just saying that is how that way. I mean, if I heard you correctly, that's everybody but State because Vandy does not play when That is soft, correct. Mississippi softball. State's not in. Everyone else is in the NCAA tournament. It's incredible. Ole Miss had the sixth shrink to schedule nationally is what put them over the top there getting in. Look, when you're 8-16 and 16 in the league, you can't complain about anything. You're just looking for a spot. Um, yeah, you don't go, wait a minute. The seating is all screwed <laughs> up here. But they do keep getting sent out west. It's the, kind of the weirdest thing. They never pl- They're not playing any regionals ever. Anywhere near home. Now, some of that is because the SEC is so freaking good. You have to have somewhere to put them. What is, do you know which SEC teams host? Uh, no. I, mean, I can't I find know. it. I was looking for it. Um, Tennessee, for sure. Alabama, for sure. It wasn't a huge number, though. It's Tennessee, um, Georgia, Auburn, Arkansas, Alabama, for sure hosting, right? Those are the host? I'm pretty sure. They all have... Those are your top five teams from a standing standpoint. So probably. Uh, the number one seeds, Tennessee, LSU, Alabama, Arkansas, and Georgia. Okay. Yes. That is correct. The regional host, Oklahoma, number two seed, UCLA, who is matched with Utah. Okay. Utah is the number 15 overall seed, matched with UCLA in a potential super regional. So, I mean – Again, at some point, you have to play a good team. Ole Miss also gets a low one seed, um, as well as being in there as the uh, as the three. Are they the three? Ole Miss is the three, correct? Appears to be. I'm looking at, let's see, uh, Kentucky plays Miami of Ohio. Georgia plays North Carolina Central. Auburn plays uh, Fullerton. Tennessee plays Northern Kentucky. LSU plays Prairie View, I'm guessing that is. Uh, Florida plays Loyola Marymount. South Carolina plays uh, Central Florida. Alabama plays um, Long Island. Texas A&M plays Texas State. Arkansas plays Harvard. 
And Missouri plays at Cal. No, Missouri plays Cal in the Norman, Oklahoma regional. Okay. So good luck. Good luck to Missouri. You're going to need it. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to need it. That's the one thing every team in the country went, ah, shit. Like, just avoid that. Just whatever you do, don't do that. Pocket Watch says Auburn doesn't host. Okay. The way this is, look, I can't find I I don't know. But it's not. Third in the SEC and don't host. Their RPI was down, though, because I actually spent 36 seconds looking at this when Ole Miss was playing Auburn in a very close SEC quarterfinal over the week to see had they won what the RPI help would be. And And Auburn's RPI was like, I don't know, like 15 or 16 or 20 or something. Like, it was on down a little bit considering. So, yeah, Alabama fifth in the SEC and the fifth seed in the NCAA regionals. I guess she's okay. I mean, this is I, I, this is the extent of my softball knowledge, but I did see where maybe over the course of the week, Montana Fouts, the pitcher for Alabama, got hurt, who's a stud. Oh. Um, she at least had injured a leg or something I saw on Facebook. There's somebody in Alabama that always is posting about all that kind of stuff, and it runs into my feed occasionally. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah, but congrats to them. It's an accomplishment. You get in. It's Ole Miss softball getting in for the seventh time in a row um, on a sport that, frankly, when I was in school and even after that was awful. Um, so this is multiple coaches that have really kind of moved that program. They're going to get a new facility soon. See what that looks like moving forward for uh, for them. So they do uh, they do get in. Men's golf also in Norman, uh, by the way. They play their first round of their regional in Norman uh, this year. They were in the Norman Regional last year where they did advance to the NCAA Championships, uh, so they start that this morning. The NCAA, the women advanced to the NCAA Championships last week out of their uh, regional in Athens. The so. extent of my OU golf knowledge is there's a guy on Instagram that does a lot of like cooking stuff that I follow, and he's an OU golf fan. Is he the guy that always does the PGA Tour stuff? Yeah. Every week, wherever the event's at, he does like little themes for the tournament that week. What's well, turned into a moneymaker for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah a couple I know of, who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. He's based in Norman, and I think is a big OU golf guy. Is he really? That's the extent of... There you have it. That's all that's, you got. That's all I got on OU golf. He's, he seems like a good guy, so yeah. His videos are all right. Yeah, he does yeah, good stuff. I've, I've, used some, I've done some of his stuff. Have you really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's all right. It's, it's, it's cool. Uh, by the way, speaking of golf, yeah, speaking of golf, I, 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 we'll get to other stuff. I promise. No, we're fine. I mean, we got we got time. Whoever thought of Top Golf is a genius. You're a freaking genius, my friend. I tip my hat to you. All I could think as I did that for two hours on Thursday night was, why didn't I think of something like this? It's a very simple concept, and yet sheer genius is what it is. There's no pressure. Bad people can get out there, just bad golfers can get out there and just hit the Well, they're ball. having fun. Yeah. Just it's silly. It doesn't, you're, not, you're not walking a course. You're just drinking beer. And, and yet, the really good golfer can get out there and actually kind of compete with himself and play. Sure. It's got a little bit of it for everybody. Yeah. Like, you can play the Angry Birds game where, like, Carson won, and he was the worst golfer of the group. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was, I, I, I mean, again, just... Tip of the hat. I'm I'm not a quote golf guy, and I would top golf tomorrow if you said, "Hey, let's go play top golf." I'd say, "Let's do it." You got a lot of swing compliments when you posted social media. Um, it's an athletic swing. It is. It needs work, but it is very it needs athletic. A lot of work. Um, I, I, Carson kept coming up to me, going, "I thought you sucked," and I'm like, "I do suck," but I've somehow today figured out how to hit the ball quasi straight, and this is fun. Because I, I drove, I drove a couple two hundred plus, Did which you? for me was like, no, that's good. That's a, 
amateur golfers in general, that's a that's a yeah. People lie all the time. That's a good benchmark to just hey, I get it up over that. Like, yeah, that's not like that's. But the whole point of it is not about my golf game. The point of it is that top it, golf. That is genius. genius. Freaking genius. Well, look, we're probably never doing some golf fundraiser again. But I do. I did when we, I was watching your swing. I think the way to do it moving forward, if we ever did another one, would be to involve me and Tyler and figure out how many clubs would need to be in our bag to beat you. Like take away half our clubs or most of our like. Yeah. Only give us a putter and a seven iron and a hybrid or something like figure out like what the club difference would be to play you. I think that would be the game moving forward. Not necessarily you just sucking because we've done that. Yeah. But and not having you play a tour pro because we've done that. Somehow on Thursday I was and it might have been because I was drinking beer. Um, I was just able to hit the ball straight. Really? Most of the time. I even played with irons and stuff after a while. Did you? Because the rest of the people that I was playing golf with got tired of playing golf. And so I actually started tinkering a little. Just go hit. Yeah. It's a great concept. It's a genius concept. We were at the one in Rogers, and it just, it's a genius concept. Just the weather was perfect, and it was, we had five o'clock to seven o'clock. Okay. It was packed. And I can't even imagine what, like, the seven to nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet it was just a party. Was there any heroes that brought their own clubs? I didn't see anybody. Okay. The, the, the people <laughs> around us were like, they were pretty laid back. There was okay. a couple that appeared to be on a date. Then there were some people that were kind of like us that I think were had a graduate kind of thing. Okay. We were just, you know, we were just chilling. Caroline can't play because of her shoulder. And so she was just sitting there with one of her friends and we just played. It was fun. It was, again, Pure genius. Tip of my hat to the whoever thought of it. I'm sure you're filthy rich at this point and you deserve it. It was genius. Yeah. Uh, potentially big news, but honestly, we don't know how big this news yet. Ole Miss picking up Musa Cisse over the course of the weekend. The uh, transfer from Oklahoma State, the seven foot one um, guy who started at Memphis and then went to uh, to Oklahoma State. Uh, Ole Miss certainly trying to get very large in the paint right now between him and Sharp from Western Kentucky. I I saw Jeff Brazello over the weekend tweet that Ole Miss was a point guard away from a top 25 preseason ranking because of what they had done in the portal at this point. But that requires everybody getting eligible, and it's something that, frankly, people are ignoring right now. Um, I don't really understand why. Uh, never mind. I know why. But it is a topic that's not talked about. What do we know about the likelihood of these people getting eligible at this point? What do we know? Or what do we believe? Okay, yeah. I just wanted to make sure I clarified. Um, there's a belief that Brandon Murray will will get waived, get the waiver, and will be able to play. Um, that appears to be so widespread that I'm almost inclined to go, okay, well, he must have gotten assurances that he got a rubber step stamp. With Cissé, I don't think that's the case. I've heard a lot more reluctance and hesitance and a couple people saying, Hey, it's, it's a real possibility that he has to sit a year. And I don't know. People said, why he's already transferred once he transferred from Memphis to Oklahoma state. When you transfer a second time, you've got to get a waiver. And the NCAA as chase has noted many times on, on this podcast, the NCAA has come out. They drew a very hard line. Verbally, at least, with a very hard line of, we're not going to do that. 
you know, we talked about, well, what if Jackson Dart got beat out? Could he just transfer to BYU or Utah or whatever? Well, everybody's like, well, no, because he'd have to sit, he'd have to sit a year because of the transfer rule. Well, technically, Musa Cisse's in that same boat. I, I don't know what I think. And you, and you talk about how all these things interrelate. I think they basically had a point guard all but lined up in Andrew Taylor from Marshall. I'd heard a number. I'd pre-written a story, in fact, because I knew I was leaving for a few days. I'd pre-written the Cisse story, and um, I'd written a story on Taylor as well, uh, committing to Ole Miss. And then I saw the news break some point over the weekend that he committed to Mississippi State. And there's only one conclusion that you can reach from that, which is they had him on campus, and they said, okay, well, here's more than that, and take it or leave it. And he took it. And that's presumably a blow to Ole Miss because they've got to replace – they've got to still go probably find a point guard. Nunez is not a point guard, or he he's can, just he not – okay. He can play the point. Okay. I don't know that he's the true point. Gotcha. You know, and, and maybe they can – look, you know, it's a new coaching staff. They, they've, got we'll other, they've got other guards. Caldwell could play some point. Hell, Morell in a pinch can play some point. But Matt hasn't committed to coming back yet, at least not publicly. It's just – you know, it's too soon to know what they're going to look like precisely. I mean, in a world where Cissé is eligible, I mean, you've you've gone from your front court being what it was last year, which was a tremendous liability, to at least defensively being really good. We'll see. It's interesting. It's for damn sure. I mean... They obviously looked at the price tag on Taylor. I say obviously. From the outside looking in, it looks like they looked at the price tag on Taylor and said, that's too much. I don't know how you make those determinations. Who who decides? Nope. What is too much? I, 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 it's fascinating to me. If you told me that I could have an honest, sit-down, completely off-the-record, transparent conversation with coaches, my question would be, okay, show me how much you have. How do you decide this? Is this like a NBA team? Since we're talking basketball, is this an NBA team looking at a roster and going, you know, we could give the mid-level exception to so-and-so, but he's just not worth it. And if we do it, we're going to pay for it in this spot. I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right now needs and then just figuring it it's out. Not, it's not recruiting the way they used to recruit. It's different recruiting. Frankly, you take some flyers on high school kids because they're cheaper. And if it doesn't work out, you just process them. And if it does work out, you can kind of add some salary for them as you go. Yeah. Welcome to the world. It is salary cap is the best comparison from well, I guess salary cap's not really the word. A a a, a professional type salary budget is is the most. It's the budget. Thing is, yeah. Budget's the word, but you know. It, you don't have a cap, if you will, but I mean, look, there's a reason the Dodgers and the Yankees are good sometimes, a lot of times, because they spend the most money. I get the Yankees suck right now, but you know what I mean. So anyway, podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, NESPARC, two packages: the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. That's NESPARC.com. Six six two two three eight three one five nine. Phone service, portal controls, network security. Our wireless, wireless mesh extender for those who need that extra help and more. So, again, to get the best internet in Lafayette County, as well as parts of Union and Pontotoc counties, 
That's 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, serving the Oxford area for three quarters of a century. Uh, they're they're uh, going into retirement next month, so uh, stop by, visit them at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard. LamonsFineJewelry.com. They're great people, Alan and Nancy King, and uh, they'll take great care of you. Please tell them that you heard about it on uh, the podcast. And uh, who knows what might happen for you. 662-234-2777. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. They're based in Jackson, Mississippi, but they've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. At Pinnacle, investing is uh, treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. We're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Uh, John traveled the globe for 37 years before he got into the travel business. He knows the extra attention that's needed to make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Just get in touch with him. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He'll give you options that you're not going to find on your own. 901. 904-3387 or jedwards at regencytravel.net. Brought to you by OPA. OPA on the square in Oxford. If you're coming up uh, this summer just to visit, whatever the case may be, make uh, OPA a part of your weekend. Uh, Fabulous food, great craft libations at Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. I'll have a mailbag to you on Wednesday. It is brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Service specialist, staffing, and recruiting agency. It's been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board in multiple fields, IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, and and other things, their goal is to get to know you, get to know your strengths, and see what you're looking for in your next career move. It's always free for the candidates, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful smile, beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative State-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today and take the first step towards a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. Uh, I'm I'm not seeing this Oregon Washington news We're getting asked in the stream about them going to the Big Ten. I'm doing was, some searches and I, I don't for the see same thing. I don't see anything relevant from that. Brett has not tweeted anything about that this morning. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm, I must be missing something because so I don't. send me a link if so. Um, but I don't. I don't see it. Not that this matters. Uh, just back to the beginning real quick because look, once you did started this last year for one reason. It was going to become more mainstream for a number of reasons, but um, while they did not fight it, and I could make arguments on both ways, Ole Miss was not the initiator of the canceled midweek game tomorrow. No, Austin P was. Um, so chill out. Whatever. Yeah, it, it, listen. It, if you want to criticize Ole Miss baseball, there's plenty of material this year. That's not that it. ain't it. Not even a little bit. When Austin P calls you and says, "Hey, 
we really don't want to have to pay to go down there and all that stuff. We've got they to, started a series on Thursday. They played yesterday. They didn't want to do the bus trip. They're trying to make their conference tournament. They didn't want to use arms. What are you going to do? No, no. We by God, you just go. Okay, we'll save the ten grand on buyout or whatever. And I'm sure in, pay and I'm sure on. in Ole Miss's ideal world they would have played the game because but, it's on the schedule. But that's that's okay. not worth going to the mats over. You're not going to fight with Austin P over that this week. So not this week. Yeah, and look, if you were bubbleish, you would have been the ones maybe calling them, going, "Hey, you sure you want, bad? You sure you want to do this?" Yeah. So let it be. Um. So Big Ten has cleared them, is what someone says. Whatever. Yeah. I, look, the Big Ten's going to add them. It's a matter of when, not if, and and it's also a matter of at what percentage because they're not going to get a full cut, right? So I don't know. We'll we'll research. Talk about it tomorrow. Yep. Again, we have plenty of time. Uh, as we're looking for topics here on the podcast. So, yeah, it's cool. Uh, so, that was the big thing. I mean, I, that was the big thing this week. People are like, how do you do a daily podcast in the summer? I'm like, well, it's hard. And I said, it's going to be even harder because, frankly, it starts now. most years we've had this last rush where you're talking about, okay, are they going to get in? Okay, are they going to host? At least getting you through the couple couple weeks of June. Well, yeah. With they, all the postmortem. We had the SEC tournament, right? And we talked about, does the tournament mean anything? We're going to get to do that this year. Um, but do then, brackets. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, like, then, and then it was like, okay, well, they got in. Okay, well, who are they playing? And okay, well, that's there's that. And then and then they either won and went to a super regional, at which point, oh, big, or or they lost. And we talked about well, Fire Bianco for a week. And so we had that. By then, it was the middle of June. We don't have any of that. So yeah, yeah. It's the uh, five year anniversary of uh, the United States allowing uh, sports gambling throughout the country. It's been five years since uh, since that happened. 33 states have uh, taken part. I don't know whether that includes Mississippi, yes or no, because obviously brick-and-mortar locations versus online, so I don't know where they come in that, but 33 states to this point on whatever metric they're using. I thought this was an interesting stat. Last year, uh, Americans bet $95 billion on legal sports gambling um, through these jurisdictions. That's more money spent more money than is spent on ride sharing coffee or all streaming services um last year so gambling beats wow. uh beats that yeah from a business standpoint i also found this funny and again i get how it can be fuzzy math in a lot of ways but DraftKings and FanDuel control more than 70 percent of the u.s market but despite taking in that the companies have struggled to turn a profit FanDuel recorded its first quarterly profit last year and DraftKings has yet to report a profitable quarter to this point. Huh. Again, don't know why. The three most populous U.S. states, California, Texas, and Florida, have not legalized sports gambling. They account for 26% of all teams in the major North American pro leagues. None of them have done that. And then uh, you're seeing a big jump in women gamblers, 45% year over year on uh, women signups versus men for oh, new users. That's interesting. Yeah. 61% annually over last year uh, bets on women's games, too. So they're even betting on women's sports. Huh. I have to think about that. But I'm, I'm guessing that some people have found that it's it's those games are easier to predict. Brad Bohannon raising his hand going, I know a sport does that too. <laughs> hey, they're 4-2 in the league without him. Vanderbilt, A&M. Credit to the SEC. We always give them crap. They cleared a 7 o'clock start for those two teams last night. School's not in session. Thank you. Don't be stupid on the Sunday yeah, travel rules. Yeah, because the playing field was just not ready. Oh, God, no. Did you see the video of them dumping the water over the fence? Yeah, I read They this. had hoses and buckets and 
Well, they, they at a brief point canceled the game. Yeah, and then they Alabama, they moved it from cancel to on hold. Alabama wanted it played. They needed the game. Yeah. So they hung out. And A and M needed to win the game too. That was what was weird. It was eleven nothing. One team showed, one didn't. The team that had to sit around all day. Look, A and M's had a weird year. I mean, we haven't talked about it much because of what's happened to Ole Miss, but that's a team that shouldn't be this bad. They had more all SEC preseason offensive players than anybody else in the league. And they're this bad? I know. They haven't adjusted well to the clock. Mm-mm. I know it's not all of it, but they also don't have pitching depth. Back to the original yeah. story. Yeah. It's an off night in the uh, NBA prior to uh, Lakers and Nuggets in Denver tomorrow and then uh, Celtics heat the next day for game one is Boston and I led Philadelphia in game seven yesterday. Um, you get a game seven tonight between the Kraken in Seattle and oh. uh, Dallas and the Stars. In I watched one. some of game six in our hotel room Saturday night. That was um, – they were crazy in Seattle, man. That place was just rolling. Oh, are they? Yeah. I'm kind of for the upstarts here a little bit in a way, and I get it's not completely upstarts, but just from a, what you would typically expect, I guess let's put it that way, um, that we could get to the conference finals and it'd be Florida, Carolina, Vegas, and Seattle. Not exactly the hotbeds you would have expected five years ago. No, but it tells you. Two about- expansion teams and then Carolina. Who's been good, though? Mm-hmm. And Vegas has been good. And Vegas has been good. Just tells you about the strength of the sport. Not necessarily. And it works in everywhere geographically. Southern hockey works. It's it's a fun sport to go watch in person. Nashville is crazy when they're good. Yeah. Again, Vegas was a lot of fun in December. And I didn't know anything. I didn't know who was anybody. But the environment was a lot of fun. Hockey in person is good. A Canadian team has not won the Stanley Cup since 1993. It's been 30 years. And if you told me in 1993, hey, a Canadian team won't win for 30 years, I'd have been like, you're nuts. Yet here we are. Is some of that an inability to – I mean, again, I know we don't know because neither one of us follows hockey enough to answer this question. Is some of that being in Canada and free agents and things? I don't know. Does that play a role in that? It could. Because they obviously care. We certainly have time. We might could get a hockey guest on, and we could ask these questions of someone who could answer them better than me. Uh, I'm buddies with the head NHL editor for The Athletic. So Well, we should get him on. We can. Or I used to be. I assume we're still fine. We haven't talked in a while. We should get him on. And we okay. could ask that question. Because <laughs> I would suspect that if he's given an opportunity to talk about hockey, he t- takes advantage of it. Yeah. Vanderbilt grad. Is that Josh? Yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah he's over the NHL now. Yeah, he's I've had there. him on before. Yeah, he would do it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we should we should get him on. Yeah, because he wouldn't make fun of us for stupid questions. Oh no 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 no! Yeah, it's all we, good. We could preface it with, "Hey, there's a decent chance some of these are going to be bad questions." But Just here we us. go. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I found that funny when the NHL, but NBA gets started tomorrow. Phil's uh, Nuggets in six. I think so. I think so. I watched. I guess it was Thursday night. Um, I watched the good part of Denver finishing off the the um, who'd they play? Jeez, you can t- Suns. Suns who fired Monty Williams? Yeah, it was weird. He'll get a gig. Well, they fired Monty Williams because they know who they're hiring. I'm, I'm assuming who they hired. Uh, the rumor is they're hiring Tyron Lue away from the Clippers. Oh, 
Really? Yeah, it's the rumor. Okay. Um, Denver did what championship teams do. You get a game game six, you just go finish the steal. You just go finish it. You don't, you don't roll the dice. They did it. The Lakers did it in game six. Philadelphia couldn't do it in game six and then paid for it. Yeah. Uh, Jason Tatum was terrific yesterday. It feels like Denver. I, the Lakers, there's a part of the Lakers that late, and, and look, they LeBron was terrific the other night. They've gotten contributions from a lot of people. The Warriors, and to Steve Kerr's credit, he admitted as much afterwards. He goes, I think we kind of maxed out. You know, we, we, we weren't a championship team. The Nuggets are not maxed out. The, the Nuggets are a championship caliber team, and it feels like they will have too much for the Lakers. I think we're going to get Nuggets Boston. Good but, series. But listen, if you're counting out the Miami Heat after watching what they did and watching how Boston was schizophrenic in this last series, just do so at your own risk. Because the Heat are going to go in and unload the tank in game 1-1. Well, I, I kind of feel like I know what I'm getting from the Heat. I don't know what I'm getting from Boston. because I mean, they're clearly better. Yes, but Boston had a couple of games in this Philadelphia series where they sucked. They were bad. And then they had, some, they had a couple of games where they were elite. But I, I don't know what I'm getting. I need Nuggets Celtics. I think that's I what need we're Nuggets getting. Celtics. Frankly, right now, I'm betting on Denver. Yeah, Denver looks like the best team. Bucks, Pistons, Raptors, and Suns currently looking for head coaches. Yeah. NBA draft lottery tomorrow night. Is it? Just hoping against hope. We're all going to watch ping pong balls? Going to cheer for a one or, there's one or two little ping pong balls out there that they could make. If they could be the little engine that could. Oh, just one time. I, <laughs> I think I could. I would never do it because it would be cruel. But I, I think if Carson could be told that Victor Wimbanyama in that moment, I, he, he's in the middle of a soccer tryout tomorrow when those ping pong balls go down. He will be looking at me for answers if he if and I would never tell him unless either way yeah, um, but if it if it ended up being that he for ten seconds he would be the greatest soccer player on the face of the earth. The adrenaline would <laughs> yes. just be flowing. The immediate yeah, adrenaline yeah, yeah. would go through, and 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 for ten to fifteen seconds he would be the greatest soccer player on the planet. We'll close here. I'll tease this for tomorrow because, again, we got plenty of topics kind of nationally to carry us through the next couple of days. Austin says, if you got the luck of the draw, what would you do? You would draft Victor Wimbanyama right away. Boom. The yeah, end. You would do it tomorrow. Go you ahead and just, in blood, tell them, hey, go yeah. ahead. Whoever's number two, you're on the clock. We're taking Wimbanyama. Go get Scoot Henderson and move on with yeah. your day or whatever that, you're doing. That, and that is who goes to. The question, yeah. and we're going to get to this a lot. The question is, and we talked about this a lot in it's SEC, there are multiple teams that are like, I don't know about this Miller thing. I don't – it's weird. What? There are multiple teams that are like, I don't know. If we land at three, I might take – I'm in Thompson. That's where I was going. I'll tease this for tomorrow. Okay. I'll make you answer this question. What is the baseline punishment for John Morant? What is baseline on what is <sighs> lenient or severe, in your opinion? Okay. Um for anyone who's unaware, he's been suspended again after waving a gun around on Instagram Live over the weekend. Um, and I'm tired of people justifying it. Yeah. Okay? I, I know that there's open carry and all that stuff. There's also common sense. And what this tells me, and if I'm the, if I'm the Grizzlies, I'm furious. It tells me, D- 
did you not get it? And the answer is, no, you didn't get it. You, you, you clearly didn't get it. You gave a bunch of lip service about getting it, but you don't get it. Like, at what point in sitting in that car doing the, the song, did he think, hey, I probably shouldn't pull the gun out here? Because the people behind him got, got the gun down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, the damage was done. Yeah. What do, if, I'm, if I'm the Grizzlies, frankly, if I'm the Grizzlies, this is panic time. And I've got to send a message to Ja. Because if I'm going to build my franchise around Ja Morant, he's got to understand that I'm serious here. And Chase, I'm benching him 15, 20 games. I don't, I don't, if he comes to camp, he comes to camp knowing he's not playing in the first 15 games. And if that costs me the, one thing we've learned from this year is that the seeding doesn't necessarily matter. I, I want to get to the playoffs healthy and, and with chemistry. And Memphis is not winning a title with this group without a locked in John Morant. And he's got to figure it out. I'd yeah. be, I'd be furious. I would be literally furious if I were the Memphis Grizzlies. And I probably would be scared. And look, if I'm Nike, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm done. So he he lost a ton of money yesterday. Um, for anyone who wants to see it, uh, speaking of, Air is on Prime streaming for free now. Um, yeah. So if anybody would like to now see that once it's out of the theaters, you can do so on uh, on Prime. Snides says the league's going to suspend him for more than that. If I'm the Grizzlies, I hope that's the case. Let the league do it. Yeah. If if yeah. I'm the Grizzlies, I hope that's the case. I hope that the league suspends him for. Look, if, if you're Adam Silver, you you just can't have it. Yeah, it, it can't be tolerated. You you you've built a league that right now is super healthy, and he's one of the young faces of the league. And you've got to get a message across to him that hey, dude, you 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 just this is not this is simply not acceptable. He's mentioned the stream. I mean, yeah, Jaron Jackson's got to be livid right now. Desmond, trying, Desmond Bain. Yeah, trying. Yeah, guys that are. That are trying, trying to get this done. Yeah, I mean he's he's a problem for you right now, and you're going into an off season where you're trying to figure out, hey, do we make a big move? Do we trade a bunch of pieces? Do we trade a bunch of picks? Is this where we go in for OG and, and Anubi? What do we do? And now, but so much of that calculus is built around John Morant being the face of your franchise, and at now you're, we we talk about hand raised guy all the time in Memphis, an hour from here right now at FedEx Forum in their little meeting room, somebody's raising his or her hand and going. What if he's not? Mm-hmm. And for the very first time, nobody's looking at that person and going, are you out of your mind? No, no. Logical no, question. Now no. you look at that person and go, well, you know, it's a conversation we've got to have, I guess. So let's start to have it. Do you shop John Morant? Now, now he has no trade value because the team looking for a star. I mean, well, is he going to miss the season? What's the deal? Because I... I suspect at this point, if the NBA did a deep dive and it will into John Moran, it's not going to like what it finds. I'm, I'm, I'm really stopping here, but I find this really, really uh, interesting. It shows you the power of what Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney have done. Mm-hmm. Is Rexham just doing some roster moves in what the fourth division of the EPL or whatever you want to call it? ESPN.com, like the fourth story on the right-hand rail, is Wrexham roster moves. I mean, nobody's ever heard of any of these people before, and yet it's sitting there on the front page. I mean, the only thing in the entire paragraph, the power story that anybody would know is that in the offseason they had tried to uh, persuade Gareth Bale to come out of retirement to play for them for one year. 
but otherwise, nothing. So anyway, I don't know. Find it interesting. More as the week goes on, rebelgrove.com. In the meantime, um, again, we will have uh, plenty of content for you. And it's uh, basically summer here soon. A lot of portal activity, though. Take, a, uh, take care. Have a good day. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.